Yo, what's going on, family? This is your boy, Josh, and you are tuning in to the podcast, Just a Kid from Gary, a podcast that inspires others around the globe to achieve their dreams and then make them a reality. And in this podcast, I highlight individuals that grew up in Gary or cities like Gary and now are doing amazing things. And today... Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. I got a special one. Yes, sir. I got a special one. I constantly try to get some dope people, I mean real dope people in front of you guys. And today I think I'm gonna do exactly that. I'm sitting here with none other than Jonesy, my man Jonesy from Gary, Indiana. You make me feel very important, that's great. Bro, you you are dog, you are man, man. Like, like you, you're the, I, would, I would consider you the truth as far as like, kind of like you're just, your way of, just saying, hey, I'm going to say what's on my mind. I'm not going to hold back. And, and and that's been the kind of the narrative since I've co- had a conversation with you. Yo, Josh, I'm going to talk my shit, basically. I mean, I feel like I always felt like everybody should. Like, I never thought that that was like, it wasn't until adulthood I realized that, like, even just, like, the way people interact with each other is yeah. so politicized that, like, you never know that you're getting a real person until you actually have a real, some type of real relationship with them. Yep. But for the meantime, as far as like just saying how you feel, like why not just do it? No, 100. I mean, 100%. Like, like my, I guess my thing is, you know, and, and we're going to get into this, you know, when telling your your story and, and, and when presenting yourself, I think that's the only best way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Being real authentic and I think I've had some amazing guests on here but here you are man in the flush man how you doing today bro oh it feels great I get to be on the same stage as uh uh I don't want to mess her name up Aaliyah Stewart Aaliyah Stewart I get to be on the same show like I feel very important (laughs) very important. shout out to Aaliyah Stewart man she's doing some incredible incredible things um so so let's 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 dive into your story man um where does it all begin for you? All right. Well, you know, uh, I was born by the river in a little tent. You know, nah, but uh, <laughs> but no. Nah, uh, I thought you was about to start singing. <laughs> man, where to start? Uh, you know, born. Uh, you can kind of say I, I I was a military baby. I was born in California. Don't remember a day of it. Um, practically raised in Gary. All I know is Gary. The only thing I remember from California is a blue couch. So as far as I know, I was born and raised in Gary. Right. But, uh, yeah, you born in Gary, raised in Gary, started playing instruments, uh, fourth grade, didn't want to. I told my mom I was going to the NBA. I, I was set on it. Okay. I was like, I'm gonna be Allen Iverson. I'm growing my hair. I don't need to go to no basketball camps. <laughs> and then she finally put it in my head. Like, but, but like right before I started playing saxophone, 
she was like, I'm gonna put you in this camp. I'm like, why, why I gotta go to that? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do it. Like, right. I don't, I don't need to go to camp. I don't need to be on nobody's basketball team. Like, you just go sign up. That's sure. how I thought people got in the NBA. So you thought it was just like, you're good? You, you, you just go. go. The, you sign up and that's it. That's, boy, come, boy was you wrong. Gee. I'll tell you that, man. <laughs> boy was you wrong. My grandpa always set it up to be like, it's a job. Okay. So I always see people go and get a job. So I'm like, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. why can't I go to the NBA? I'll you on that one. So I go to the uh, Glenn Robinson basketball camp. This was back when basketball camps would be like a week or two weeks long. Yeah. I don't know what happened like to that. They're all like a day now. Yeah. And I don't even feel like you could even like learn anything, but yeah. you know, still, still shout out to y'all doing them camps, bro. It don't matter how, how long it is, get back to these kids. Yeah. But I went there and the very first day, we didn't even touch a basketball, we just ran. And I'm really? like, what part of basketball is this? I was <laughs> so clueless, bro. Wait, so y'all were just running all day? We ran Didn't around even touch the track. A basketball. I think we touched the basketball towards the end, and we did like one-on-one drills. And Glenn Robinson's son was in my age group. That's Glenn Robinson Sr.? The third. Third, yeah, yeah, that's yeah the third. That's the one in the league, right? Yeah, Trey. Yeah, yep. the one that uh, I forgot who he plays for now. The slam dunk champion, yeah. Yep. He, he's killing everybody. Yep. He's, you can't breathe on this kid, nope. bro. And he's younger than everybody. Yep. So he's so good. The dude that was running our side, he's like, we're going to put you inside with the teenagers. Mm-hmm. He had to have been maybe like nine because I was like 11. He in there with 13, 14-year-olds just going, going off, killing them. Interesting. I didn't even know who Glenn Robinson was until that camp. Crazy, right? Really? Yeah, I, ain't, I had no clue. Matter of fact, that camp really like put me in the spotlight to like – it put me on to socializing with people, sure. like other kids and shit. It really opened my eyes to like, it was kids in the city, city outside yeah, of outside Melvin of Glen Park. But you knew, yeah. But um, yeah, basketball sucked. So I got this music letter thing from my school that I didn't even pay no mind to, just left it on his, uh, what's the name? I still thought I was going to the league, mm-hmm. even past that camp. But mm-hmm. um, mom come home, get it. She wasn't supposed to, I was supposed to throw it away. Gotcha. But uh, she came home, got it. And that next Saturday, I was playing saxophone. Word. Shout out to Miss Sandra Dillon. So, well, learning how to play saxophone, not just pick Sandra that shit up Dillon. and go. She taught at Roosevelt. Yup, I know Miss Dillon. Yeah, Miss Dillon's my she girl. She actually moved. She then went. She went from Roosevelt to work, right? I have no idea. Yeah, well, I caught her. I caught her at work, and dude, she was like dope as heck, man. She was like, like I played trombone. And she really just came along and made our like got our marching band to a like decent spot. Like we were terrible. We didn't even have uniforms. So you marched with work? Yeah, bro. When? I marched uh two thousand all right, so I graduated high school two thousand eleven. So if I backtrack four, that puts me at what, two thousand um I'm terrible nine. at math. No, 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 that puts me back. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that was about 2000. Because I'm trying to think, because I transferred to Merrillville my sophomore year. From work? From work, right. Um, so, that's why I'm trying to get the numbers. That's a good move. I'm trying to get the numbers here. So, it was probably 08. <laughs> it was probably 08 when, yeah, when I was with Miss Dillon. And she was like, she was really dope, man. She was just, she was hard on us, but she loved us. And um, yeah, man, sorry to sorry to steal that from you, but yeah, Miss Dillon, shout out to her. Yeah, shout out Miss 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 Dillon. So know. she got you into music? Basically, yeah. I mean, I'll say like way before that, like on road trips with with, with my mom, 
we listened to uh, her cassette tapes. This is before we had, well, niggas had CDs, but we had tapes, bro. Moms yeah, wasn't same. finna go swap same. the CD player out with the, same. you know, whatever we had in the whip was what we listened because to. Because with this, with the cassette tapes, you could just record whatever you needed to. Right, and just throw them in the whip yeah, exactly, and go. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, we didn't. Stevie, Prince, uh, Whitney, Anita, Aretha, Grand Central Station, Zoom, Commodores, Cameo. I can I can do this for like an hour, bro. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, I I say that would really spark my spark my interest. And then my brother got me in the rap. My uncle, my uncle really got me in the rap. But my brother was kind of there. I ain't really like No Limit, and he was really big in the No Limit. And like this stuff is terrible. (laughs) But um, he bought. He wow. bought In My Lifetime Volume 2, and my uncle stole it from him. And we was listening to it on the way to my uncle crib. I'm like, bro, I'm so glad he stole this CD. Because you didn't like No Limit. Because I ain't like none of that No Limit shit. I ain't know what a Jay-Z bro, was, but bro, I'm like, this is different. I was about to different. say, you're, you're so, bro, like, if, if, if any Jay-Z fan, or just Jay-Z people in general, they're like, man, you're being so disrespectful <laughs> to the legend himself. Because Jay-Z, like, like, No Limit was like, I feel like that album was like, like everything, right? Like as far as where 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 put Jay Z at, right? Wait, 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 wait. No, I'm talking no limit, like Master P and Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that's okay. all yeah, my yeah, brother listened to. I'm bugging. Yeah, I'm bugging. Yeah, 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 P Fiend. Uh, I don't know why the Fiend CD. Like, that's one CD that I could really pinpoint that he had. I don't know why, cause I can't name a song from it. Yeah. But yeah, that in my lifetime volume, volume two. I'm like, maybe my brother do listen oh, to some good okay, good music. Okay, 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 and then okay. from there, I think my first CD, the first CD I ever had was Jay Z Blueprint. Yeah, yeah. And I was the man. You couldn't tell me that yeah. wasn't the best shit. And that's ever. what I was thinking when you. I, I I was thinking Blueprint, even though you said No Limit. But I was like, wait, what? This this guy's crazy. Like he said. Blueprint is trash. But no, nah, no, nah, I feel you. I nah, feel Blueprint. You. Yeah, that yeah, was my yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Wonder, yeah, that was my first CD. I, I can't remember which CD came first because my mom used to buy us the edited version of CDs yep, from Walmart. Because you couldn't, cause and you couldn't I wouldn't, listen to the cursing. And I'm like, we play Grand Theft Auto, but I, I can't listen to somebody say fuck. Like, I don't, I'm not finna listen to whatever we get. Did you grow up in the church? We went to church. Okay. I wouldn't say we grew up See, I grew in up it. in the church. So, like, yeah, there was no cursing at all. Yeah, nah, yeah, it was like, like cursing was taboo. <laughs> Like we like we knew how to act, so it was like I don't mind, you know, the rated R and all all that stuff because we would never take it out the house. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, nah. Yeah. Yeah. But nah, we didn't grow up in the church, but vacation Bible church. school yeah, yeah. revivals, uh, youth retreats, like yeah, bro, we yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 familiar, bro. Shout out to being the church man. But yeah, so back to back to your back to your story. So, you know, what I'm saying. You're introduced to music, you pick up the saxophone, um, then you're introduced to rap. Um, like how like what was next for you? Like how did that evolve? Uh what did come next? Well, learning more instruments just came next because I'm always around them. I always had a band class on my schedule. So um yeah, that's pretty much I learned saxophone. I'm really good at this. What else can I learn? Mm-hmm. I'm trash at trumpet. I don't want to play that. Trash <laughs> at the flute. Don't want to play that. Clarinet's the same music. I got that down. Trum trombone's easy. Yep. I marched tuba before. Yep. I got on the drum line because that shit was cool. Yep. And I wanted to battle. You you can't battle being a saxophone. Nope. Like it ain't no. 
that's no like, like yeah when competitive way of battling the sex yeah there's no pick them up bitch you nah, you you know nah. what I, you know we battling oh i'm gonna fall but the saxophone is so like it's such a like romantic smooth that's the word smooth instrument mm-hmm. that like like what you gonna do like a bunch of like I don't know riffs. <laughs> hey man, hey nah. People battling saxophones, bro. Really? Don't don't hey Where? don't. Hey hey, it's Where? out there. Where? It's, if 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 you link up, if you um if you ever get the chance to be around like the uh, college bands before they do the parades for the classics, and they're oh, just okay. congregating in the parking lots, it's like okay. hey, us five finna go to this play against these five or these people do this and. I've never seen that before. That's where you see all the good marching band shit. It's before parades and after football games. Okay. Half like okay. I mean halftime shows are halftime shows. You you go and get a show. All right. But you want the the real experience. You want to catch them parking lot shows. For sure. For sure. Especially them drumline battles. For sure. For sure. Man, I just want to say, man, you guys are tuning in to the Just to Get for Gary podcast, and I am here still with my guy, none other, none other than Jonesy himself. Man, he's talking about. His life growing up, especially in the G and, and Gary. Did you ever get into any trouble, man? Like that, I felt like that haunted us in a negative way. You know, define so, trouble. Oh man, um, you know that's and that's a that's a great question. That's a, Let's see, that's, that's a great, great question. question. That's a great question. Because when you grow up in a place like Gary, it's like it's levels of you're it. right there. Yeah, it's levels of it. As soon as you go outside, bro. As soon as you yeah. go outside, yeah. there's there's something. There's trouble. There's something to do. So it's like there's things that I wouldn't consider trouble that huh. I've told stories and people are like, yo, oh. like, yo. All right, let me hear a story, bro. Yo, uh, I mean, shit, I don't really, I don't, trouble? We just used to do a bunch of like. Dumb stuff? I'm Yeah, we're just going to call it dumb stuff because yeah. I keep calling it typical kid shit, but your typical kid yeah. doesn't throw rocks in a Broadway. Okay, okay. So it's like, yeah yeah, 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 we did a bunch of dumb shit. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. When we wasn't fighting each other, we was breaking stuff <laughs> or playing sports. It's, it's one of the three. Definitely break it. We got Bro, 10 hours outside I with was bikes. just about to tell you, I was just about to tell you, like, like I broke in, this is, it's in the past now, who cares? But I broke in my, like, I broke in the house. Yeah, that's wild. I ain't breaking no crib. Really? <laughs> See that, and that's why I was talking about trouble because I I never got caught for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the guys that that broke in the house with me did eventually, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And I think I mean, hey, I think that's just just the grace in general. But um, that's what I meant by troubles. Like you know, what I'm saying, did you have any of that type of trouble going growing up? Yeah, nah, we ain't, we ain't want to break into no break into no crib or like oh, okay. we ain't, we ain't want to do nothing either. criminal. I didn't either. We just wanted to, I don't know. I don't know what to call it because it's still kind of criminal, but it's not when you're going to, because you only break into a house or like steal something for a certain reason. R- r- right. And it's and like, it's because typically it's the stuff we were doing was for no reason. It's like, hey, here's oh, a rock. Okay. Let's throw it at this car or let's throw it at this window. Try to break the window. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go fight this kid today. For no, reason. for no reason. I'm just going to start something with him just to fight him yep. for no reason. Yep. yep. That's yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. That's the level of ignorance we live in. That's, hey, that's, I mean, it is though. Like that think really about it. It really is. I, like, I started a few of those yeah. fights. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Same. But I've been, yeah, I've been in the position where, like, growing up for me, I was I was pretty much like, I was always in trouble. You know, say so either I was fighting, or I was 
my mom was being called to the school on some nonsense or I was just like, I don't know, just trying to like, you know what I'm saying? That in the city, you always have this like, this group that you try to fit into. And like, not even fit in, but just it's your friend group. And you're trying to like, and I always chose the the, the worst people. I'm dead. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> always just chose the wor- worst People, because I, to me, like I was the oldest, like mm-hmm. in my family group, and I was always trying to prove myself. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm the man. Right. I'm macho. You know what I'm saying? What? So you don't got no little brothers? I do. Oh. So I was the oldest. So I was always trying to, like, yeah, like y'all follow me. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna prove. No, nah, I was challenging mine. That, you was? Mm-hmm. So you the youngest? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing See, they followed me though. They followed me. Oh, I, I wasn't trying to follow them for nothing. Why? Because they was too likable. Oh, great. it's just something about great people. people. It's just, you're just too likable. It's, it's just something about you. If everyone likes you, it's like no. And it just happened to be my brothers. I'm like, why do people like y'all? And why was it? I have no idea. They're, they're, they're just great people. They're just great people. I guess you don't fall in that same. No, family. not at all. Not at all. They they're the ones that you know stand by the door at like the event and say, "Hey, thanks for coming." Yeah. Shake hands and yeah. all that. Yeah. If it's the end of my party, it's like I uh, lock up, clean up. I'm gonna dap up who I want to leave, and we just gonna leave. I mean, I respect that. I mean, I, I, I personally respect that. That's, that's something I do. I think that just come for me. I think that comes with the, the the narrative of being from Gary. Like, I don't know, just being super friendly. It's not a thing, right? It's like. Keeping keeping the distance, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I, I'll 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 dap up whoever, I'll be cool with whoever, I'll say what up, but I'm not gonna be like in I, everybody's I face. I shake his hand, but I ain't gonna hang out with him. That's That's a lot of it. Tight, tight, tight. So like I'm real standoffish and my brothers aren't. So people would approach me like I'm them and yeah. get a complete different version. Yeah. And then write me off as like, oh, you an asshole. I'm like, no, I'm just not like my brothers. Yeah. Like, I don't like people. I don't, I don't want to kick it with you, hang out with you. Yeah. Like, no, if you ain't teaching me something, if you're not providing value, or if I'm not providing value, we can say hi and bye and leave it at that. We could like each other Facebook statuses. Respect. So you, you're more of an introverted, introverted person. Extremely. Like, yeah. at this point, yeah. I used to try to be a, uh, I was finna it's an extrovert, right? Yeah, extrovert. Yeah, yeah, I ain't want to mess that up. I feel you. I try. I mess up stuff all the time, bro. So just, just bro, my social it. battery, bro, just. <laughs> <laughs> when you got older, just yep, just yep. out of there, dude. Because yep. yep. I I did so much early on. It's like by the time like I reached like real adulthood and was able to hang around my friends and shit, like yeah. my old peer group and stuff. I ain't want to go out no 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 more. Yeah, because I already did what what's exciting to them for cheaper so right. right it's like i'm cool i don't want to go to chef sheffield's so when did you <laughs> sheffield's <laughs> Sheffield. i'm good bro <laughs> would call me off guard but yeah sheffield's bro um so 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 yeah you didn't get in trouble transition from high school like what's that next step for you straight to the military why the dumbest shit i ever did where boy <laughs> boy learned a lot <laughs> See, I don't, I don't take L's. I learned lesson, and that was a five year lesson learned. So, okay. yeah, five nah, bro. All right, talk to me, man, because everybody that I hear, at least they present to me like the military is, you know, f- fantastic place and this fantastic not place but fantastic environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes with its challenges, but 
yet, you know, you're able to come out as a man. Yeah, I mean, I've like I learned a lot. I had to mature quicker than I needed to, or not needed to. I matured quicker than I expected to. Okay. And just doing that, people don't understand. Like, grow, you have to grow at your own pace. True. So when you're placed in environments where your growth is forced, and you just have to, you have to do it. You probably gonna experiment, experiment, experience some trauma along the way because mm-hmm. you going, you're going to royally fuck up, mm-hmm. and it's going to take a lot to fix it. Like, have you ever grew something? Like, uh, like a, a plant or something like that? Right. I was, I was going to say weed, but I don't know how, like, <laughs> like what we can and can't say on here. No, I mean, like, uh, yeah, you can say whatever, but um, not specifically to me. I have not grown weed, but I've, I've grown a plant. And I right. think I've grown, I've grown with and then I've grown a dog currently. Yeah. So like you. And I've grown a human. Like I have a son. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, that's like great. Because so, yeah. if you give your son all the wrong shit. At some point, you're going to have to fix that. Oh, yeah. Whether that's like yeah, yeah, giving yeah. him some type of laxative to shit it all out, giving him something okay. to clear Oh, you're it talking up. about like, our food. Right. Like, I food. mean, food, if you give him the wrong information, if you tell him two Bingo. plus two equals fish for six years. He's going to think two He plus goes to school fish. and yeah. why isn't this number equal to an animal? And yeah. they're going to call you like, hey, bro, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something's way off. But like, yeah, when you're forced to grow and you do it. I guess the wrong way, then you have to learn the right way. That's true. You have to, and it takes, you got to be resilient, and that's what being, being from Gary kick, kicks in at. Like, tomorrow going to come. How you going to get there? Yeah. That's pretty much how it is. So, yeah, the military, I mean, shit, it was cool. Like, got to see, uh, got to see Europe. That was dope. Okay. Uh... Made some money, spent some money. Okay. You know, shot some guns, blew some shit up. Okay, okay. That sounds like the fun part. Uh, It's so far and in between, though. Really? Like, you would think the military is, like, the most ignorant way to, like, think of the military is, like, you get in there, it's straight yelling, niggas ain't doing nothing but working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going everywhere all the time, blowing shit up. That's how I see it. No, it is boring, bro. I feel like I would be working out every day. No, bro. Boot camp don't get fun to the third week. So what are you doing up until that? Nothing. You're first. You gotta first. They have to break you in the boot camp. Yeah. So it's a bunch of waiting around for nothing, and processing with paperwork, getting yelled at for shit you you just don't know, <laughs> or they're just making noise just to make noise because it's zero in first week, and that's what I would do if I was an MTI, just yell for no reason. Yeah. And then make, it, make everything seem so important, and it's. I mean, it's important, but it's like. We're going to give you guys a couple of weeks before we actually start kicking your butt. Right. Like, so up until like the third, fourth week, you're not really doing nothing. It's right. boring as hell. Right. And then even from there, it's like, boot camp was just really boring. Okay. So nothing spectacular there. I was, see, I was thinking, I was thinking I was going to get a story like, you know, some type of, uh, well, if you want chaotic stories, like, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking a chaotic transition, man, you know, no. you like the valuable lesson. You know? <laughs> what would my valuable lesson be? Man, shit. A valuable lesson. Shit, just keep going, I guess. Yeah. Keep going. Would you recommend, would you recommend like young bulls like that are like maybe tapping in, maybe somebody that could relate 
would you recommend that they kind of go to the military, like if they can't find their way after high school? Nope. So, and why? I would suggest you find your way. You 18, you got your youth. You probably got a clean record. You got I credit or no credit. Yeah. Hopefully your parents ain't put the cable bill in your yeah, name when you was eight. Yeah. You know, like, nah, try to figure that, that, try to figure that shit out. Really? Like, yeah, try to figure that shit so out. So you don't think somebody, like, they shouldn't go to the military to try to, like, discover that on their own? No, you should not go to the military to discover something. You shouldn't go there to so figure why, it out. why should you go to the military then? If you do decide to, like, choose to go, you need to know what you're going in there to do. Oh. And you need to execute that. That ain't, you don't have time to figure out what you want to do when you have something you have to do. Jonesy. What's up? That's the first time I've ever heard that, brother. Heard what? What you just said. That's, I think that's bad. Like, I've never heard that. Everybody always like, you go to the military to find yourself. I went Man, there. Man, hell bro. no, bro. The fact Do that you're not. saying the opposite, it, I mean, it's kind of jar, like jarring, bro. Because you wouldn't go. There's nowhere else you would go to go and find yourself. Like, you don't go to college to find yourself. You go there to execute in your major so you could actually be something that's true you don't go there to find yourself now in the process process in the process yes in the process you do do. yeah yeah yeah. because that's just life you'll find you you'll find yourself being a bum for five years okay okay so what you're saying like like, yeah you'll find yourself but it'll it'll be because you were a part of this regimen exactly finding yourself is nothing about time and you're going to spend time, whether it's in the military, whether it's in prison, whether it's in college, whether it's being in your mom's basement playing Xbox, you're going to spend time. Right. And at some point, you're going to realize something about yourself or find yourself. So whether you be in a lazy piece of shit for five years, at some point you should go, hey, I'm being a lazy piece of shit. I should change this. Or like something's going on. Maybe no, I've been de- de- depressed for the five years or maybe I am just lazy and don't aspire to be nothing like who knows but yeah don't go to find yourself go because you want to learn how to do some shit on computers so you finna go in there and and get a tech job so you don't i see right from day one to day whatever the whatever is every day you've you did something to do or you did something to better your tomorrow for whatever your goal is yeah because if your goal is to find yourself some people never do. True. So you finna True. go take up a job where you could possibly die to go fi- find yourself? Wait, don't. let me challenge you on that real quick, though, because, like, if, if it's the case that people don't find themselves, um, then what does that say about either, A, the universe, if you, you know, however you put it, God, universe, or whatever, however you phrase it, like, like what would you say in that situation um, that a person hasn't discovered themselves, but yet they're looking to discover themselves. They're not being intentional. Interesting. So you're saying, so you're saying that you can look, or you can you can say, okay, I want to go find myself, and you can put yourself in that area. And let's say in a scenario, you don't, you do not find who you are as a person, maybe a man or a woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then if you come out of that situation and don't know who you are, it's because you were not intentional. You should have something. You should have like a piece, you know, because I, I got out the military. I was only like 26. Okay. So I'm still young as hell. Yep. But I still had some type of foundation or some type of pivot of where I wanted to go. I just didn't, I didn't have a goal. Like I didn't have a five-year goal at 26. Okay. That's crazy, right? Okay. 
No, I mean, not really. A lot of 26-year-olds don't have a five-year goal. Like, gee, that was so crazy to me. Like, I went into a full-blown depression over that because I'm like, gee, I so, really don't know what I want to do. Sorry to interrupt you. I, please continue. Cause, but I had an interesting question, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so did everyone else around you have those five-year goals? I thought so. And that's what kind of like, boy, I had that little, you had that anxiety so. of, oh, Man. I got to, okay, now I understand. Now I understand. I thought so, yeah. bro. Yeah. But then when I started like really like putting my feet solid and pursuing this music shit, trying to get some, uh, trying to get some money out of music, yeah. that's when it clicked. That's when I was able to see like who was actually doing what, where, what was landing. And it's, it's crazy, bro. Like a lot of people ain't doing shit. Yeah. At all. Yeah. All the coming soon shit you see, all the this is what we doing. They not doing nothing outside of making that coming soon post. Trust me, brother. I it's know. crazy. I know. <laughs> I def- Man, you don't understand. Like, like, I I'm going mean, to I'm I'm get my credit right. I'm going to get my money right. That shit don't never happen for some people. That's true. Instead, they, they create more said. responsibilities. I was just telling somebody, you know, it, think about in, like think about our parents' generation Think about like all of those people who like, like was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, I'm going to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you came to, when you came along, you asked them like, Hey, why you didn't go do that? Why you didn't do that? Or why you didn't do that? Or why you didn't do this? And they go, well, it's this, it's this, (laughs) it's this person's fault or it's this excuse or it's this situation. And that blew my mind because I'm like, dude, I do not want to be that person. Hell no. I don't want my kids to go like, Hey man, you know, you, you had said you was going to do all these things. Um, <laughs> why, happened, why, why, why you didn't do them? Like, why nah, you didn't do them? That is scary, man. That when is. I thought through that, man, when I really like thought through that, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, that's, yo, like our parents have to deal with that. Like, and then ain't none of the kids that like they know gonna listen to shit you say. Cause, cause you didn't like, cause you, you showed through your shit. actions. Right. So you, you just doing a bunch of talking. Like, that was like one of the biggest things that I benefited from being like the youngest in, in my family. Yeah. Like even amongst my cousins, I was always the youngest. So like I got to watch them essentially fuck up. Yeah. I was like, gee, I don't want to, I know to stay away from this. I know to stay away from that. Don't do this. I don't want to deal with this type of person, these type of people's like, it's easier. I'm a, this is a message for the young, for the super young people. Yeah. It's way easier and less expensive learning from other people's mistakes yeah don't make your own it is it sounds cool like learn from your own mistakes True. but man learn from other people's bro True. if True. you see somebody crash a car because they speeding on ice that's way valuable yeah then you speeding on ice and crashing and going damn i shouldn't do that no more yeah yeah i i i'm, I'm shaking my head and agree it's but to be honest like i like the result of my life has been primarily like learning by my own mistakes so i am the teacher i'm like hey oh, don't yeah, hey. don't do this yeah that's don't that, uh, do this bro because this is gonna mess you up like you know what i'm saying don't don't speed on that ice because yeah. i've sped on ice that's I've that crashed. third born that's 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 that third born privilege yeah, like just yeah. by default just by time like people older than me are gonna make mistakes yep. before i do yep. i just yep. gotta watch them yep. same same so uh, man this is a great conversation dog so um you're tuning in with the Just a Kid from Gary podcast. I'm here with Jonesy, and we are having such an amazing conversation. Um, so, you, so, you, so you're in this. You're, you're you're in this program. You're you're at the military. You realize after five years, this is you know this is cool. I've gotten what I need to. What happens? What happens then? Why? Why? 
like what happens in that that period all right so i'm gonna I'm tell you the whole story you getting the exclusive all right bet. so i ended up getting kicked kicked out right but um <laughs> what happened <laughs> we was at work and um I don't know how much I could say, like, like legally. Like, I don't want to say the say the wrong wrong shit because I worked around like nukes and shit. Sure. But, just, um, just go up to the point where you think you're safe, and uh, yeah, so, so that like, we we'll can figure this out the yeah, wrong yeah, yeah, way. We, yeah. I like we, figuring out things the wrong way either, bro. It, it wouldn't be the first time yeah, yeah, yeah. the fist and sent the letter to my crib and told me, "Hey, bro, stop, stop doing this." All right. It would right. not be the first time. But um, we was at work. If they send us a letter, I'm definitely. Putting it out there, like, yo, Josie got us a letter sent to oh, this feds, podcast. Bro, hold on, side, side, side story. Let me the hear Fed sends the most beautiful letters to tell you to stop fucking up. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're so like the top print, like the they use color ink, so like you get to see the all the emblems and the uh, what you call them, crest and shit. It's yeah, all yeah, pretty yeah. and decorated. Yeah. They put your or they put my IP address on it, my name and shit, and they was like, "Hey, stop, stop downloading movies. We see you." Really? Yeah. This is like 2013. I've I, never I got first that got back from Europe. I've never. Got, do you think they they was tracking you because you were part of your your military guy? Or? No, just because I was downloading a bunch of bootleg shit. Like that, that's literally <laughs> what it was like. What I mean, it was because in in Europe it's legal. If you think about like like LimeWire and all these other places, like they definitely was like. Like you remember with LimeWire? Like yeah, we but were that, downloading that like wasn't crazy. legal either. I know, <laughs> but they weren't sending addresses. They weren't sending you know address. You know what I'm saying? Uh, letters around to my address at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know for you, but yeah, they definitely. Because uh, in Europe, it's uh, I don't know if it's legal or not, but like I went crazy on torrent sites, downloading albums on albums. Oh, the Jay Z discography, the whole thing, downloaded. Erica Badu discography, downloaded. The entire Photoshop bundle, downloaded. Like I was just running through yeah, stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking I could do it here. I don't got no VPN set up, no nothing. I'm right. just downloading movies. The only thing I downloaded was movies. And then like two months later is when I got that letter. It's all pretty and typed up. Hey, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Was you scared? I would have been nervous. Yeah, I, 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 so I didn't know what they wanted. I thought it, I thought it was some some military stuff. Yeah. I thought I was getting a check. <laughs> I thought it was like some back pay. Like, hey, we messed Send something me up. Money. Send me my money. <laughs> like, nah, bro, bro stop downloading yeah. movies. <laughs> but yeah, what got uh, me kicked out? We was at work, and my job was to relieve the people who was protecting the area that was behind them. It was gate shacks around some shit. Okay. So it was right after Halloween, so I got like four pounds of candy, just passing it out to people, walking shack to shack, so just random, passing out candy. Okay. You know, just- Why though? Why, why you got candy? To pass out to the troops. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm just going I'm just around. Just being nice. Just right, being a just great guy. Trying to bring the morale up. Because during a specific week, we'll, we're working and we don't know when it's going to stop. Sure. Best case scenario, you finna work 412 straight. Gotcha. My worst case was we went nine. Okay. And this is straight. You go home, go to sleep, wake up, come back to work. Go home, go to sleep, wake up, come back to work. Mm-hmm. You, you better, you're going to drop. Two, three hundred in groceries the week before because you literally have time for nothing else. Right. So I'm passing out candy, doing my due diligence, being a great troop because deep down I was a piece of shit. But on this one night, I'm like, I'm going to be a great, great. troop. Be a I only got guy. a year left on my contract. I have no reason not to come to work in a good mood. Okay. Pass out candy, get to the last shack. 
and something looked off, but I wasn't paying too too much attention to it because at this point, I'm just ready to get back on the bus. I didn't realize how long I was going to be walking. I got 40, 50 pounds of gear on, carrying a gun, wearing all my, like, nah, bro. I yeah. got to that last shack, like, bro, you want some? Cool, we out. <laughs> my boy, like, yo, he was in, uh, he on some other shit. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm still not going to expose this man till this day because mm-hmm. I want him to know that I was not the one that spread it, the rumor that that caused all this dumb shit, all this high school childish ass shit. It was not me. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm still going to hold that to him because I only told who I was supposed to tell his supervisor. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, yo troop on some other shit. Do something about it. Like, okay. this, this ain't my fight. Right. So he laughed it off. I'm like, well, shit, all right, cool. So get back to uh, we get back to the squadron turning our weapons and shit, and everybody's coming up and asking me like, "Yo, I heard you saw X, Y, and Z." I'm like, "Hey, man, I ain't, I ain't say nothing. I ain't see nothing. This ain't got nothing to do with me." Okay. Another day go by. This girl who has nothing to do with what's going on at work mm-hmm. texts me like, "Hey, I heard y'all on post doing some wild shit." I'm like, "Oh, I'm finna get in trouble." That next day. Me and uh, my homie who uh, was passing out candy, bro, they like, they pulled us to the Wait, side. so what was it? What was y'all doing? He was on some other shit. That's, that, that's all <laughs> oh, I'm so saying. Oh, so you can't say you right. can't say I'm, going I'm never going Man, to say. You, it's could you not, give us an idea? So, like, because I'm, I'm, I'm following the story, but this piece, you know what I'm saying, it's... I don't know what's going on. Hey, man, he on some other shit. It's, it's, it's nighttime. He by himself. He in a warm shack. He on some other, I uh, bet. other shit. I Paint bet. your own picture. Yep, I got it. <laughs> I, it's never. Right. I've only told this to one person, and that was his supervisor. Okay. And okay. I'm, I'm going to hold that till I, till I die. If you want me to tell this story when I'm 50, I'll tell the same way. I, ain't, I only told your soup, bro. Okay. But uh, yeah, after she texts me, I'm like, yeah, bro, we're we're done. <laughs> we finna get cooked for this shit. Okay. So we're getting briefed to go out to post, and they're like, yeah, we got a troop that's so depressed and he's down, and he didn't even come to work today. And I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. dang, I'm sitting up here thinking, bro, finna get in trouble because that's his troop. Yeah, we walking out to work, they pulled me to the side. I'm like, the fuck. It's like, yeah, you you and did this and you guys are in big trouble and blah, blah, blah. Oh, shoot. I'm like, well, here you go. Here you <laughs> it's go. It's time to go. It's time um, to go down this road. Of all the, honestly, bro, of all the bullshit I've did in the military, yeah. for them to catch, catch me doing that, I could live with it. Okay. I could live okay. with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you paid the penalty? Yeah. No. It's about 50-50. I don't, I don't think I should have been kicked out. But for the stuff. See, I don't know. Mm. No. Because if you don't catch it, it didn't happen. Mm. Okay. So it, it didn't. So, so they didn't catch it. Catch what? What you, had, what you, had, what you and your bro was doing. Well, n- no. But once the dude said that, like, hey, I'm depressed and shit. They're, oh, they set okay. this rumor of uh, about me. It's him. I don't know why he pinpointed me, but oh, it's like it's him. Okay. I was like, "Well, shit." There you go. Oh. So then, yeah, from mm. from there, they went and dug up old paperwork, and I'm like, "Oh, you? Yeah." And okay. I'm like, "Y'all not even getting to the good shit." Like, I'm waiting for them to say, "We know you did A, B, C," and I'm like, "Oh, they got the good shit." Wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. So you were looking for them to to, get, to to pull up all of the crazy stuff that you had did. 
Cause I right, so like how you get in trouble in the military? It's like if your supervisor just pull you to the side, yell at you, you ain't really do nothing. Okay. But if you get pulled into somebody's office, like a ranking person's office, trouble. like yeah, bro, they should have some shit. Okay. So when he's going through what he got, I'm like, that's it. I shouldn't get kicked out for this, boy. You did, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, we got this, we got this, we got this. I'm like, bro, that's old. This shouldn't even be in my piff no more. I don't think I'm going to get kicked out for this. Two weeks later, they're like, hey, bro, Dang. you got to go. I'm like, damn. Dang. But. It happens, right? It was either going to happen then. I wasn't making it out. Gotcha. I, that last gotcha. year, bro, I was not making it out. Was bro. that your growing process? Like, what was that part of your, your, your like, your growing process? process like you had to kind of if, if you would say fail at the military in uh, order to be where you are right now i think that's how the cards played out but you don't know you about to get the ace of spades after you just got a boston ran on you gotcha. so it's like i can't say that that had to happen but it did it's just a part of the it's story just kinda how right. it it's just kind of how it's just how it went yeah. down gotcha yeah so this is like my first year feeling like a civilian like the last two years have been like my first like Okay, I'm Dimitri again. Like, Wait, how long has it been since you've been out? I got out in 2016. Okay. That transition was crazy. So 2020, so we're four years down the road. 2021, technically. Okay. Yeah, actually, yeah, 2021. I got out in February of 2016. So we five years yeah, out. Yeah, we five years out. Mm-hmm. Wow. And now you're just starting to feel like a civilian. Yeah, just now, bro. So is that, like, is that the conditioning? Is that the training? Is that the mindset that, that kind of keeps you in that, that, that state of mind? It's, it's your subconscious. Like, you hold on, you subconsciously hold on to a lot of stuff because a lot of stuff is just drilled into you. Yeah. So, like, just kicking a lot of, like, just that that cachet that was in the back of my mind was just tough. Like, mm-hmm. I know that I can grow my hair out now. I can smoke weed. I can go work wherever I want to. Like, that, that part was easy. Mm-hmm. But, like, if my phone rings too many times, I'm going to have a bad day. Because we was we used to get put on what's called six ring standby, mm-hmm. where you had to answer your phone within six rings or you get in trouble, or something happens. So this is like your like uh, being on call for like you gotcha. know, like if you a nurse or some shit you on call, but like it's it's not set up like hey guys you're going on call this weekend have a good time it's like hey you degenerate motherfuckers y'all on six ring. Oh, wow. Type shit. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, and then you go through some bullshit recalls. You get caught out of your sleep at one in the morning one too many times. It's like that that stuff sticks with you. It's it's not like it's hard or like, oh, my God, it broke me so down. It's just something that sticks with you. Because, like, if I called you at one in the morning and said, let's go work out, you're going to look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Oh, I, I mean, like, depending I like, on who you are. I like working are, out. I like working out like, now, so. Like, yeah. Like yeah, if, yeah. But if, I see what you're saying, though. I see what yeah, you're saying. If you, like, if you a nine-to-five-ass person, I call you three in the morning, yeah. let's, let's go run four, four miles because you're a piece of shit father. Oh, I see. Type shit. Like, I you, you, it's, like it's you probably you gonna tell some, me, yeah, oh, and have me pull man. up and whoop my ass. That's like, like <laughs> bro, so, yeah, y'all probably got, man, that's PTSD to me, though. So it's like, gee, I didn't been through some bullshit ass recalls just being on six rings. So yeah. it's like, I keep my phone on vibrate. My phone been on vibrate for years. Yeah. It doesn't make a noise. It lives on Do you do still not answer disturb. on the first call? I mean, like, or, or is it like it's, it's one of those things where you kind of like, ah, you know. It depends on who it is. But gotcha. I don't answer numbers that's not saved in my phone book. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. I got like hundreds of numbers saved just in case, like if I got your number like five years ago yeah. and for some whatever reason we get back in contact and you want to call me again from that same number, I'll answer that number. Hmm. If it's a new number, nah, bro, you got to text me. Bro, you know, this sounds like PTSD, man. That's what it, it sounds is. like. It bro, is, bro. And you weren't even like, da, 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 da. I'll mean, be trying to tell people <laughs> like, I didn't shoot not one yeah. round at anything, yeah. anybody in like my PTSD, time man. there. Dang. But it's shit, dude, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I don't want people to paint that picture of like, because people think PTSD and they get to thinking like you trip at loud noises, yeah, shakes yeah, yeah. and shivers and all that other shit. I mean, that, that's their really, job, man. They got to go define what PTSD is. But I, it's really me. just how you move. For like, sure. Even before I went to the military, I was mad paranoid because it's just growing up in Gary. Yep. We, that's, bro. So it's that's like, a whole nother story about PTSD. Like, yeah, bro. Hey, that Herb album got me through bro, it, bro. I didn't hear it, but I can relate. You got to go listen to I it. I can relate. I can relate because, bro, like think about like like PTSD from our from our hood. Basically, it's so like crazy. Like think about being in a gas station. Somebody walk in. You on guard. Everybody looks. Everybody Every looks. single person looks. Even the little kid. Bro, the kid. Grandma looks. Boom. Eyes on the door. What's going on? All right. Cool. You at the gas station. Head on swivel. You feel me? Like it's just and like normally like, I'm just bro, being out here. People frolicking you know happy excited mm -hmm. how are you bro think about something if if you have like it, the, the most conversation you do like maybe the old heads you're more like friendly with them because they've been around you know a while but guys our age is just like a simple respect you know what i'm saying but nothing much more after that not even now like i'm gravitating more i actually used to be be like that like the old heads got all the knowledge fuck people my age but like as of recently, like people who are like 35 to 40, like those are like really my mentors or like who I look to. 30s? It's still in their 30s. I mean, like explain. I mean, I, maybe I'm explain what you mean. Because they're like because the old heads, at least of our time, like there's a huge disconnect. And it's due to tech technology. Like I can go Google some. So I can go Google something whenever I want to That's if true. I'm stuck. Whereas an old head, he probably learned something, learned it a certain way for 30, 40, 50 years, and, and there's nothing you can do to change that. It's crazy. It's nothing. It's crazy. Like when and I was really down, transitioning out the military and shit. My old head's like, go work at the post office, go do this shit, and I'm like, bro, I don't want nothing to do with not necessarily a job, but it's like, I was transitioning out of like, bruh, I'm probably not about to have a nine to five again. Yeah. Like, cause even the nine to fives I had after the military was just like, nah. And all the old heads are like, yeah, bro, you need a job, you need this, you need that, which they're not wrong. They're not wrong at all. I, didn't, I just want to throw man that out there. Work. The, a gee, man needs to work. You need to, bro. If I had a <laughs> nine to five that I liked and could actually go to and enjoy, bro, I'd do that shit yeah. easily. Like, yeah. I don't knock that shit at all. I'm actually jealous of people with nine to fives. What? Gee, y'all got a set schedule, bro. You know where you're going to be for this time and this time. You know how much time you have left over on the back end. Like, as far as like, I got to stop doing that. Yeah. As far as like structure goes, like you're at an advantage at us who have to make our own schedule. We have to make our own SOPs True. and we have to follow them. That but takes an unprofound level of discipline. discipline. Yeah. But, but don't you think that it's rewarding when you, you get to set that versus somebody else telling you, oh, like 
be here from nine to five? Like at, the at fact this that point, you can. No. Why? Because there are some days where I can make fifty to seventy five dollars an hour, and then there's some weeks where I probably make a hundred bucks. The the entire week. Yeah. So I, I so know. it's like at at this and that's point, the game. That's the game. That's yeah. the long that's the entrepreneurship kind of game. That's the game. Yeah. So it's like right now, bro. If I could find a nine to five that I could easily go to, enjoy, people aren't freaking idiots, but that's that's where it's at. Yeah. So it's like, nah, we finna figure it out the American way. Yeah, I, I see entrepreneurship as I, I I look at it differently. I look at it how setting your schedule. It's probably the best thing because, like, like if you could work when you were at your best, right? If you knew at at, a, at every day at a certain time you're at your best, no matter what, mm-hmm. you can put in those amount of hours, time, whatever, and produce the best service or product mm-hmm. and sell it and make the most money versus spending a, a like a nine to five window and then finding trying to fine tune that moment. Where you're going to boom, 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 your your and your worth your work uh, experience is probably at its highest. But mm-hmm. you gotta spend eight hours trying to find it. Versus an entrepreneur where I'm like, hmm, from twelve to three is when the light bulb is on. I know I'm good. Those are the hours I'm gonna put in. Boom, I make this much work. That's a handicap. How? That that part is a hand handicap. You gotta be are you talking about flexible. For the, you talking for about the for the entrepreneur. entrepreneur? You you gotta be flexible. Cause like let's say after like you know 12, 12 to 3 is prime, prime time cool something happens in your life you meet a friend you probably stop playing video games something changes your time schedule something changes something you do in your day that 12 to 3 your prime time might not be it no more now 8 to 11 at night's your prime time but that's what that's what this now you got to that's where discipline comes in because the, the discipline would be like, okay, okay, I know like, for example, let's say a friend come in. Let's say, let's use a lady friend. I know that, I know that for sure I have to block out this much time to focus on my product or my service. Boom. Then after that, that's when the frolicking, <laughs> that's when the frolicking can start. You feel mm-hmm. me? But like, but I, but I understand exactly what you're saying though, because like, let's say for example, like a parent, and their child needs to be now at home during that 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 twelve to three time period, then they'll have to focus on that later on. So I get I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know if I would say it's a handicap. I would say more of it. I look at entrepreneur as like like it's the best thing for like you know saying the average person. You get to set your hours. You get to set your the way you work, and then boom. Like if if you got prime prime time hours, somebody like me is smoking you. Explain. Because I can roll out of the bed at four in the morning and run a studio session or make a beat, mix some shit or whatever, versus I can be completely intoxicated at 10 p.m. and do the same exact thing. So so you've you've figured out how actually how and we're going to actually talk about that because you're talking about beats now. Mm -hmm. But I want to be sure that we actually like kind of like get into that story because like you're doing music full time now. Right. Right. So like you left the military. How did you get into that? To music? Yeah. Like shit, I was broke as hell. I needed some money. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> you are tuning in to the Justin Kimberberry <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I am here with Jonesy as he tells the story. So, so you was broke. You needed a little money, right? Hell yeah. All right, so. I had, uh, 
No, nah, that job came after. I was going to beat up my boss. That shit was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, what happened before? I can't remember what triggered it, but it's like, I was like, I don't want to work. Okay, That's what triggered it. Gee, I applied for this job, bro. And they was paying like $8 an hour. Me listening to my the, the, the old heads, and I was just like, fuck it, man. Sure. O- o- oatmeal better than no meal. So <laughs> these niggas drug test me, bro. Okay. For $8 an hour. All right. I'm like, it ain't no it way. It I'm like, it ain't no way. <laughs> I, I I just walked out the back, back door. I'm oh, like, gee, yeah, I finna figure this shit out on my own. $8 an hour? And you Eight dollars an hour, and, and it, you gonna drug test me? I mean, bro? you weren't gonna get the job. No, I definitely wasn't. You were smoking at that time. Oh hell yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, yeah. But gee, eight dollars an hour, bro. If I'm paying anybody eight dollars an hour, I don't bro, care what they. I do. don't care what you <laughs> do in your sure, off time. Just bro. make sure you're in here and you're ready to work. That's like, it. <laughs> please, I still need you. Yeah. I can't pay you like I need you, but I still need you here. <laughs> Whatever it takes for you to be here, present, yeah, and to funny. execute for eight hours, bro. Do it. That's funny. All right. Do it. All right. So you figure out that, hey, this is not it. So you, you start kind of just like picking your brain on what you like to do. I started like I started trying to get back to myself because when you're in the military, you 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 aren't you. You can't be you. There's mm-hmm. there's not really a lot of room for you to be you mm-hmm. until it starts to conflict with the military mission. And I would over, I'm going over that border every time, bro. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's just me. So I forgot where the fuck I was going with that. Um, I mean, you're, you're, telling, you're telling that transition from, you know, trying to find a job. To oh, yeah, again, getting back to the music. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was just going back, like, what was some stuff that I could just do for hours and feel, be creative and yeah. still, like, feel like I'm doing something. And yeah. that's always been music. Interesting. So I just started making beats again. Again, so you were or like, I, like beats? I never stopped. Like I started making beats in like the seventh grade. I never really stopped. Gotcha. I was just never like, hey, come rap on my beat. I'm gonna go sell beats. It was like a video game game to me. It gotcha. wouldn't be no different than going to play Call of Duty for a couple of hours. Interesting. Interesting. Like I just make beats. A lot of times I wouldn't even save them. Like I just make them and go about my day. When you say save them. Like save them on the computer. I can okay. go back and bring them up. Like I just make them. Oh, and you go. just make them. It goes away, just, and then you make another beat. Right, and just yeah. go. Yeah, and, but, and and that just kind of like taking away where now it's your passion. Now now is what you do every day, huh? Right. It's like, all right, this is something I can do for. I can sit here and do this all all day. Let me try to figure out how to make some money off off of it. And then that's when you go into YouTube's and the Googles and the Reddits and then get on the phone with people. Luckily, like I've always had like friends and ties to people who was in music. Mm-hmm. So. Getting my beats to people was never less than like a phone call or an email. Like, hey, I got beats now. Can I send them to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. So it was always there. Yeah, it was just nah. Hmm. So, so that's interesting. So you, you've you've basically figured out how to make money doing something you love, doing beats. How does that world work, right? How does the world like of like making mu- making music? being an entrepreneur like it's a is it a gritty game like is it what we see like because you know from the from the just the the listener side we see you know oh i need you to hop on this beat 
oh, I need you to hop on this song. Send me that. You know what I'm saying? Boom. It goes like this. It, it's done this way. I wish. So t- let's get into the <laughs> let's get into let's kind of get into the woods of that. Like at least as a producer, like selling beats, beats are a um, it's a buyer's market. Okay. So like I could have a million beats, and it can be a million rappers. We're all in the same room. They don't got a bad ass shit. Okay. When they can just go on you on YouTube and download some shit. So it's it's a buyer's market. So you really gotta lock in with other artists who recognizes the value in having their own producer. Cause yeah. not all of them do. Yeah. A lot of them don't even have the money to do it, right? Or it ain't even about like money. Like I don't even tax people. Gee, I said I was gonna save this for this show too. What's up? As far as like Gary artists, I've never charged more than two hundred dollars for a beat. Really? Never. Is it just trying to show love? Is it not? I mean, you, you don't care I, about your I just know what I'm around. Like, yeah, I could see if somebody got some money. I could whack them over the head. Yeah. But, like, I know where I'm at. I know. Our like, city, I, our city I, don't I have just, it. Yeah. Right. Like, I just know. Like, yeah. even outside of, like, let's say, like, your average person at Rapping Gary, he probably just doing it just, just to do it. It's an outlet. You creative. The buy-in, the play, you can go get a studio time for 60 bucks for two hours, yeah. 50 bucks for two hours. You and your homie split it. Y'all probably spend, spend that on weed. Go get up in the studio, make some music for their homies, and they're satisfied with that. I ain't knocking them. I'm, uh-huh. you, you know, it's just that I'm not finna go charge them $500, $1,000, just so they can have something to show their friends and their family. Interesting. Like, nah, bro. Because they, would you, they don't want to take it further than that, or they can't. Or they, I mean, I don't, I honestly don't feel like in, in this day and age, you can't make something from your music. Now, it, it won't be streams or like you won't put out an album and your album sells a million copies, but you can mix music with something else and like make money off of it. You can fuck around and make a song, shoot a video to it, put some merch to it, and you can do that 12 times a year. I see. But like, how can you, how can you, like, how can you bank on that that song being good enough where people were like, okay, I want to buy that and everything associated, the merch, the 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 events, all of it. How how can you do that? You don't. You just let the, the people merch, decide, right? The people just the, the market decide. decide. I got you. I got you. That that's that. Yeah, that you're right. It is a buyer's market. But it's like it's it's some people who just buy artists merch. Just that's just the shit that they like. Like they like buying artists merch. Their okay. whole closets are artist merch, artist merch, are different pants, different hoodies. Like, there's nothing an artist isn't selling these days. So they're selling everything, right? Just to make, you know, say. So why is it? Why is it so? I don't know what's the word. Um, why is it not lucrative? Well, mu- music is an oversaturated game, so you have to stand out. You have to be consistent with it. How do you stand out in the music game? You just, that's the part, that's where the magic happens. That's the part where uh, I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Like, I'm still grinding it out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I haven't figured that out yet. But it's oversaturated. And when you're dealing with something that's oversaturated, you just get in where you, you fit, fit in. in, you boom there, and then you, you know, you grow from there. We've seen it, we've been seeing people do this shit since the 80s. True. Music ain't never been no black and white. You do this, then this happens, then this happens, then you do this, then you yeah. cash out here, and we do because it again. Because there's always that one situation. Something has to happen. That, that changes the whole the whole graph. 
like music pulls at people's emotions and feelings. So there's no way That's true. that you're ever gonna, we're gonna do this with this song because it's gonna make these people react this way. There's no way. So what about the, the what is it? The, uh, you know, okay, so for example, like the big labels. Why, why do they have such a great algorithm on understanding how to put music together and what's gonna sell? Like, how do they have that information and, and, and put it out there and, and put the sound out that most people want to hear. Well, they will because they steal it off of the, the underground and shit. So what labels do is that, well, they are, they're already in the pockets of radios and DJs. Like, we already know them. They've been record labels for the past 100 years and shit. Mm-hmm. So they're already staples in society, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like, mm-hmm. record labels aren't going anywhere. You'll never hear Interscope Records is, well, probably bankrupt. Interscope. But you'll, you'll never hear Universal Records is going bankrupt or they're closing or yeah. Sony is closing. Like, you will never hear that. They're all, they're, they've just grown to be that big of a label. Oh, okay, okay. And then it's only three, three labels. It's only Sony Universal and I can't remember the third one, but it's just those three and every single last label you know of falls under one of those three. Hmm. So Sony. when you control the market, you can put music wherever you want to. So so basically all the music we hear is coming from just those three labels. Major labels, yeah. So, and when you say this, it's coming from those, you mean they're the one that's that's putting the stamp on it or they're the one that allowing for example these smaller it's probably just labels. funding like just off of jonesy knowledge like it's probably yeah. at this point just funding 100 percent. like because at atlantic is like atlantic's been killing music for like the clearly. past five six years clearly like just atlantic is everywhere atlantic is that's your music that's yes. your TikTok. that's yes. your radio yes. like yes atlantic is going to be right there every single time yep. and they fall under some somebody but it's like so. It's either one of Sony or Universal or the third yeah, one. Yeah, they you they fall un, un, under some somebody. Gotcha. But when you have a label like Atlantic, what can you? What are you gonna tell them? Whoever is running that section of the label is doing something right. All you yeah. got to do here goes some money. Hmm. Keep so that's why they're doing whatever you do. That makes sense. See, you know, you, I know we was talking about this before, but I really had the perception, and I know a lot of people do too. Like for example, like we starting to see a lot of black faces in and the, the ownership of record labels, and we're saying, oh, okay, cool, like these guys are now in the leadership role, they're actually mm-hmm. the one that's controlling it, and I mean, it's by you, that's not true. I yeah, mean, the, the, the v- still, they still have people that they're, they're responding to. Yeah, the VP of Sony, Sony ATV or something like that, it's a division of Sony, the vice president of that is black. Interesting. Shout out to Mike, Mike uh, Jackson, that's good people. Okay, there okay, respect. Slight flex. <laughs> <laughs> I seen it too. Oh, but so, man, that's the, man. I I I did not know that. I did not know that. I constantly you're constantly learning. So the music game, the music game, like you said, it's, it's not lucrative. So that's why you have to sell. You have to put all this stuff together. Uh, for you, yeah, it has to be more than it has to be more than the uh, music. And How do you win in this game for you? Like like as a producer. How how are you tr- how are you either trying or how are you winning in this game? I don't even think you win or lose. You just kind of do it. I mean, no. Let's take no like, ID. let's like, take no ID for a second, right? Mm-hmm. Like he just just for for four forty four the album with Jay Z. He was uh, nominated mm-hmm. for a Grammy. 
um, not just, but he, you know, he were, he, um, when they were doing Grammy nominations for 444, um, but it takes him, and he's, he's been obviously nominated on other things, um, but I, I would say, like, at that point, you know, you've gotten to a point where you're winning as a producer, right? Like, See, I never consider that winning, though. Like, you win an award. Like, it's, it's, it's an award show that you win, but, like, I'll probably always feel the same about the Grammys. Like, it's cool. Like, I ain't finna sit up here and say getting an award is lame or it's whack or whatever. It's just, that's not, a, that's not my pinnacle or my peak. It's just another thing that'd be cool. Okay, so so you have your own. Okay, so let's 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 step back for a second. So you have your own uh, definition of winning. So what's your definition of winning then? My definition is making enough money off music to go fund your next in your right. Life. Some other shit that's gonna uh-huh. create wealth. See, for y'all, you. we're talking to a true entrepreneur right here. <laughs> yeah, this music shit, yeah, no, yeah, bro. I, yeah. I shouldn't be doing this in five years, yeah. or like it shouldn't. If I'm still doing music in five years, it should be under some type of like automated structure like i just show up drop some shit off and leave like i shouldn't be grinding how i'm grinding in music five years from yeah. from, from from now yeah or we'll be having a different conversation like hey bro i'm not winning right now okay <laughs> something's okay. going wrong okay okay i see i see but nah this to yeah bro like hell nah this music shit i don't want to be in this forever mm. how like so the music game it, it sounds sounds very exhausting be real with you um but at the same time i mean we listen to it we embrace it and i remember chance on one of his records said music is all we got do you feel that type of love to music for music no why because music is like it comes and goes like you like music is timeless you can have it forever you can have this cd forever this tape forever we carry a million songs in our pocket a day but you can only experiment, experiment. I gotta stop doing that. Experience a song at a time. Like there's never a point where you can listen to fucking five songs at one time. You'll get a headache. That's true. So it's like for me to have this undenying like love, like nah, this was a tool. I can't have that kind of love for a tool that's supposed to take me out of a place like Gary. Mm. Cause then you get blinded. This has to be a tool. Just and a, I, just I, a tool. Just a tool. I have to have that focal point. So what's the next thing for you then? The next thing is getting enough money to get into what I need to be getting into. Very descriptable. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> just wherever, whoever got a good buy, buy-in, entry point for something. Essentially, like, because I'm not trying to sound tech? like it, cliche, it? but yeah, essentially, yeah, tech, real estate, all that good, okay. all the, the gold rush, our version of a gold rush. Gold yes, rush, yeah. I want to play. I want to play with real estate. I want to get into some some yep. type of tech. Like, that's, that's what I want to do, but I don't want to get too... Just, just descriptive, and you, you know, give up some, you know. We just some trying, gyms? It. yeah. Some you know, people want to give up the gyms. I don't know, oh, man. or I, I, I can't even call them stuff, gyms because I haven't used it yet. Jonesy so I, I can't even stuff, say y'all. they're gyms. Jonesy knows some stuff, man. Hey, man, I'm a any anybody that can show me a hundred million dollar invoice that got paid to him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to him. Oh, 100 percent. I'm gonna listen to him. I don't need to make that much. You know, a cool little little fifty bands would be cool starting off a little, little thirty. Mm-hmm. I don't need a hundred of them, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. that's who I'm gonna listen to. That's, that's 
Fact. And when they in my ear for free, it's like, you'll be dumb not to. So why is entrepreneurship, why is, you know, being part of the gold rush, why is that, why is that important to you? To me, well, nine to five didn't work out for me. Like, I'm a mental wreck. So, like, having a, being in a job, like, going to a building, that would never work. That would never work. So, like, this has to work. And that's the scary side of it. Like, no one in my family was, like, real heavy in the entrepreneurship. Everybody worked. So, I don't even have people within my family where I can just be like, yo, help me figure this out. Help me, you, you bro, know, I'm they gonna all work. You, I'm gonna have to shake you up on that one because that's a hard, so that's a hard like, one, bro. That's it's hard, hard bro. Like I can't one. go talk to my mom. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, I yeah. want to go dump five Gs into yeah. a computer a and a statement. bot so I can go buy these shoes to flip them. She would not get that. Yep. But if I told her I just landed this gig at Nipsco, it's it's totally different. Hallelujah. Yep. Which is cool. Like I ain't that's just what she came from. Yeah. That's just what that's just what we we are. Like yeah. everybody in my family, bro, everybody's always had a job. Yeah. Every single we can be ain't ain't shit niggas. We don't not take care of our kids. Everybody take care of their kids. We got cars and we go to work. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's standard. That's standard, that's standard bro. You 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 might not have the best car. Or the newest car, but, but you, you got going, a car. Yeah, you don't got the best, most paying job, but you working, job, like yeah. you doing something, bro. Yeah, the the bare minimum lifestyle, I, I I'm trying to run away from it as fast as possible, and I'll tell you why. It's because when you like, it, like it becomes a generational thing, mm-hmm. right? Like we're, we're just getting by, we're just getting by, we're just getting by, and. I was talking with uh, a city planner back in Gary, and this was maybe about a couple years ago. And I was like, well, what, what do the people want? What's going on here? She's like, Josh, honestly, they're hardworking people. They're just mm-hmm. getting by. They're not making shit. They're not making nothing Ain't happen. nobody. I be and trying to tell people. And that scared me because I was like, like, and this is why even like I got inspired even to do the podcast. It was like, man, we, we got to shake something, man. Like, we can't just think that just getting, not getting by is, is, is okay. Like, or just getting by is mm-hmm. okay. Like, like it's okay to become an, a full time entrepreneur, or or maybe you're working, but maybe you're investing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe no, you're a silent that's investor. The best, that's maybe, the best way, bro. It has to that be that nine to five. Invest on the side, side. You good? I would love that, bro. If I can go find a gig that I love to go into, and I can just in, invest the extra shit because I don't got kids, so it's like, gee. See, that's how you make your money work for you. Right. See what I'm saying? That's that's the smartest way to make your money work for you. Yeah. Especially like with this whole crypto crypto wave that's going on. Like it's it, to me it's super phenomenal, especially on what like as far as as much money you could possibly make in it. You know, like I'm always sharing with my friends crypto information, they're doing the same with me. But it's just like it's taking that nine to five and it's doing something extra, you know what right. I'm saying? But I I, I wanna be I care about me personally. Let's push it a le- even a little bit further. Let's say entrepreneurship. Let's say, you know, building that empire. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Those things are important, man, because, you know, and I've been talking to some guys, like, for example, like like you mentioned, the real estate gold rush that we're all going through right now. There's a couple of people trying to flip, you know, not trying, but are, they are yeah, flipping, buying homes in, in, the, in our city. Mm-hmm. And they're doing some amazing work. Um, but we have to, we got to continue that. We got to continue that. Right. Yeah. That leads me to this, man. I, I, this, this, this question I, I want to ask you. Um, what does being 
just a kid from Gary. What does that mean to you? Man, shit, that mean uh, a plate of fries with sauce from BBQs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, I don't know, shit, you uh, And they gotta be wet. They got to, they bro. They gotta be wet. <laughs> they, gee, every time, like, like, every time I end up eating, like, some Harold's or, like, some Ray's with, yeah. with my mom, she don't like it wet. And I'm like, bro, I'll be side-eyeing her. I'm like, gee, you ain't, you ain't no hood rat like I thought you was. Like, <laughs> what you mean? But, yeah. Uh, being a kid from Gary, man, you need to, if you really from Gary, nigga, you resilient. You got to have some type of discipline. You probably came up with some type of principles or some morals. Like, shit, we just some, what what, what Cardi B say? She uh she regular degular. Like, I'm just a regular degular-ass person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just don't talk to me crazy. And it won't be no problems. None at all, bro. I'm the <laughs> nicest person in the world. It won't be no problems. Just don't disrespect me. Yes, sir. And people always catch that one incident where, where you know, you you got to use some you gotta get out of pocket. language. Yep. Yeah, you got to get out of pocket, yo. You know, and it's like, I ain't think you can get like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to. Like, I love peace. I, I like sunshine. I'm... <laughs> I listen to Solange, uh, A Seat at the Table yeah. album on the way down here. Like, I'm one of the most nicest, peaceful yeah. people. Yeah. My self-care Sunday routines, I get manicures. Like, gee, I'm so nice and peaceful. But don't there's always that one person where it's like, I'm going to try this person. And it's like, dude, why we got to do that? They're risk takers. You know, they, they like to live life on the edge. So. Like, I ain't a... Uh, I'm I'm I always say I'm I'm not a peacekeeper. I'm I'm a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. You, you know, every day I'm 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 making peace, whether it's lighting my candles, you know, listening to my soft soft music, smoking a joint here here and there, or going across your face with a uh <laughs> with a monkey wrench. Like I keep peace however I have to keep it. Right. Right. I mean hey, every everybody has their own Hey man. Everybody has their own thing, man. And I respect that. I respect that. Man, this was this was an interesting uh, conversation, man. I, I've learned a lot, brother. I've learned a lot. Hey, I said a lot. <laughs> man, this is this has been your first one, right? This has been your, your, not your first podcast, but this has been. This is podcast number three as a guest. Okay. I say three. Okay. It's getting up there. Getting yeah, people, up there. Don't, people don't fuck with me. They, they say I curse too much, which, yo, I did so good on this show. The, the amount of curse words that I you didn't use. Said, oh you my, said, I did. I'm so proud of myself. Why people don't like you for you to curse on that show? I guess it's too aggressive or something. Like Their I audience. I don't know if it's the audience. I don't, I don't know. Like I don't see like society or people the same way other people do. Yeah. So it's like I've, I, I always feel like I can go in front of like any crowd and say anything. Yeah. As long as it's not like races or. Sexist, oh, right? Like yeah. any like those like yeah. I like I know better. I ain't finna yeah. go in front of a group of Mexicans and and say <laughs> and call them some wetbacks or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, ignorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I might go in front of a church group and say fuck or okay. shit or I'm tired of this <laughs> shit. And it's like people tell me like, yo, you can't, you can't do, do that. that. And I'm like, why not? Yeah. They probably use the same language at home. They do. They do use the same language. Like churches. That's what Christianity is set up for. Yeah. Like Jesus is like, yo, bro. <laughs> I'm going to die for y'all, bro. I, I know you going to mess up. That's why I'm doing this. So when you do mess up, 
it's cool. <laughs> so then when people mess up, I never understood why it was like this big grand thing. I'm like, if you really believed in what you believed in, you would just walk the walk. Yeah, I mean, it's teachings. You stub your toe and say shit sometimes. You, you drink liquor. That's teachings, man. That's the teachings for you. That's you probably teachings. had to beat your neighbor up a couple of times. Like, oh, yeah. God still love oh, you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, not to really get down this rabbit hole, but I mean, you, you kind of stated this. Just like looking at like the incident with Kurt Franklin and his son, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Him cursing his son out. Hey, the and only people, problem I have with that is Kurt Franklin. Apologized? Yeah, but <laughs> the main problem, gee, I would have dragged my son, bro. Really? <laughs> gee, if we just, if you, you 30 something, yeah. I'm 40, 50 something, and I'm still mobile. And you gonna expose me like that, bro? Oh, oh they expose. Yeah, so bro. I'm coming to see you, bro. I, you know, I'm, a, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't think it's like, I think it's, uh, I think it's a uh, some type of toxic thing for black parents to want to always have that level of control over their kids. It's extremely toxic because, it, like, your son could say the craziest thing. Like, my, if, he could say the craziest thing, and honestly, I should be like, whatever. But for, but 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 we want that control. How dare you disrespect me? Right. We, how dare? Not what you mean? What right? you mean? It's like, human it, error. It's human error, man. Disrespecting someone is human error. Exactly. And when people understand, just like that, yo, you disrespected me in that situation. I didn't appreciate that. Right. Now I'm addressing it. Now as a man, what are you going to do? Are you going to apologize? Because then, we, then that's when we have a problem. Mm-hmm. But it's just that I didn't like that level. And everybody was like, oh, it's okay. Like, he's okay. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's cool. But for me, I want to be like, yo, like, we should not want to have that level of control of our kids where we feel like they can say something, do something, and we got to get in their butt because we feel like they disrespected us. Like, come, like, let's, let's, let's cool it. Like, no, nah, and then we both ain't finna be grown talking to each other Bingo. like that. Bingo. Like, that's not how Bingo. adults talk to each Bingo. other. It ain't it, about it, being it, a punk. It ain't about being soft. I should I shouldn't it's have to respect. there's nothing that you can do to me that's gonna make me just up, yell, and holler and shout. Cause if I'm doing that, on, I'm man. fixing to hurt you. Bingo. Like it's I'm talking as I'm preparing to hurt you. Because at that point my foot is like like yeah, I'm preparing to hurt you. So it's like, gee, we shouldn't even, we shouldn't even be comfortable talking to each other in, in that tone. And I that's agree. coming from both parties. I agree. So it's I like, agree. hey, I disagree. Blah blah blah. Or maybe you was hot because you had a bad day on some yep. other shit. Blew yep. up on me. Cool, it happened. But nah, bro. Yeah, it, like I said, I just I seen it as toxic, man. And I'm just one of those guys. When I look at something, I'm like, yeah, that just didn't like. Like, I don't care. I don't know what happened along the conversation. Oh, well, you know, as your son, you can't talk. To- he's, a, he's a man. He said what he said. I'm not about to let nobody lose my cool, get me all upset, because you, you've stated something. You could be my mother, my dad, my brother, my sister, my son. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, I am in control of me. And that's the, I think we got to get to that, those, like, more levels of, like, understanding it. But you had, when you had mentioned the... The Christian and 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 you know people curse and all that stuff. It made me think about that because it's such a such a hot topic right now, Man. especially in the church world. The church, man. <laughs> Shout out to the church. Shout out to the black church, y'all. Just know, man. Everybody sins are forgiven, man. Yes, sir. Yes, you, sir. You don't have to be perfect. Yes, sir. Well, you are tuning in to the Justin Kevin Gary podcast. Like I said, I'm here with my guy Jonesy. This has been a great conversation, man. Do you think you're gonna do a part two? You gonna come back? 
Oh, always. I'm I'm trying to do as many podcasts now. So like when I reach another peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, bro, we'll I bring did you that back. shit. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. Come back, chop it up. Probably yeah. have some sec- security blocking the door. You 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 know. Oh, it's gonna be we, that, it's gonna be at that level? Hopefully. All right, bet. Hopefully. Just for a minute, you know, let me let, let, let me experience that sure, for like build. a minute. Build, build, yeah. There's some people that want to be famous for like 10, 20 years. Like, let me get just a solid like two months. Two months? Two months and wearing all the designer shit and jewelry that depreciates. Enter, <laughs> enter, entertaining women that have never spelled my name right. Yeah, like, yeah, let yeah, me just yeah. get that for like a month or two. I'm straight on everything else. Jonesy, where, where can people follow from? Hey, you. you can follow me. I'm uh on Instagram. I'm Jonesy49. Shout out Glenn Park. Uh, okay. What is my Twitter? I think my Twitter's the same thing too. Uh, yeah, man. That's me, yeah, man. Follow me on Twitter, Jonesy49. Now, I've been calling you Jonesy all night, but your your real name is uh Demetrius, right? Right, Dimitri. Dimitri. Right. Dimitri Jones. Right. Gotcha. You Everybody know. call you Jonesy. Yeah, that's that's, that's 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 new now. I'm I'm reinventing that. A word? Yeah, that's a reinvented thing. Cause people keep mistaking from the, me from 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 my brother, and I don't understand. Cause the biggest distinction is like glasses. Like you can't miss my glasses. Like I'm blind as fuck. Yeah. So when I have my glasses on, you cannot miss them, and it's still they still call me my brother name. So it's like fuck it. I just leave it, Jonesy. <laughs> that way, even if somebody wants to. If they, they already right. have a clue, you 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 know, hey, that's Jonesy. They're they're right anyway. Yeah. They just don't call me they the wrong right. name. They get it right. Hey, well, there it is, man. My brother, this oh. has been amazing, man. This has been an enlightened conversation. Um, and you're an interesting guy, bro. Hey, I I just be chilling. Yeah, yeah, you're an interesting guy, bro. Well, with that being said, man, y'all be sure to follow him. Uh, if you're listening, uh, definitely grab his um, IG handles. Um, they'll be in the description. Yeah, follow me on IG. Just watch my stories. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's an interesting, interesting guy. Nah, my stories, bro. <laughs> Instagram gonna take my shit down. But, like, that's where I get most of my engagement at. That's where people be fucking with me yeah. at. They fuck with me on the story. Yeah, yeah. They don't fuck with me on the post. Hey, you wanna know why, though? Why? Because people don't wanna be publicly associated so, yep. with me. That's so crazy that's to true. me. That's true. I'm like, you don't wanna stand next to me? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm like, you know, like, you should want to, but it's like, damn, I don't, Cause, I, I just like watching some fucked up shit sometimes and using some cuss words. That's, I that's how people are, man. That's so light, though. People like to portray, like, they're like, like, in public, they're one way and. Like, it's people that take Instagram pictures with dudes that don't take care of their kids, and it's like. I say a couple cuss words and I'm Hitler. Like, what does what is that? You're Hitler, bro. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, it's wild. People are wild, but I love adulthood though. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it because I'm learning the nuances that comes with it. Same, man. It it, it is. Um, it's been something that for the last like I'll say couple months, it's been a journey for me, man. Learning like truly understanding. I'm I'm 28. I'm I'm younger than you. Mm-hmm. You you're what? 29. Yeah, yeah, so I'm a year younger you, but it's just been different, man. Like I don't know, it's just like I tapped into it's like okay, you're riding this wave and you think you're an adult and then your mental change. And then you start seeing the world completely different. Oh, I just started getting whooped with like experiences where like you like I always had this thought of like what adulthood was. But I'm like, I'm gonna just let, you know, life show me what it is. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I was right. People ain't shit. Yeah. People are selfish. Yeah. 
And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's like, nothing. There's it's absolutely nothing wrong with, nothing wrong yeah. with it. It's just once you realize that, it's the reality, that, it's the reality it. because, of it. And the nuance that comes with it. Yeah. And the double standards yeah. that yeah. comes with it. Yeah. And the privilege that comes with certain yeah. things. It's yeah. like you once think, you, you think understand one way. that, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Because you, you do. You process it one way. You think, especially if you like, you allow people to get close to you. Like, oh, okay, cool. People are rocking with me. I'm mm-hmm. rocking with them. We understand each other. Cool. And then it changes. There's a change in you. Or or or, or it didn't change. It's that they were always that way. Right. You go, oh, dang. I hated it had to be you. It's okay, though. I wipe my hands of it. I understand right. that's it life. It had to yeah, be you, bro. It had to be you. Ah, okay. But then you move on. You know what I'm no. saying? But that's, that's, that's adulting, man. Especially yeah. as men. Rest in peace to my motherfucking homeboy. But hold your tears. He ain't die. He just a fuck boy. Frederick Tipton. I don't know who that is. Freddie Gibbs. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I like. That's one of my favorite quotes, bro. That's one of my favorite That's by quotes. Freddie Gibbs? Yeah, that's by Gibbs. That's Eastside Moonwalker. That's one of my favorite Say quotes. Say it again. Rest in peace to my motherfucking homeboy. But hold your tears. He ain't die. You just a fuck boy. Oh, dang. That's a real statement, man. Hey, man, it's real. When you that's really real didn't yeah, lost people that was right there from yeah. the sandbox, bro. Yeah. And you lose them, but they still alive. It's like. It's like you can't. And you, it's like you can't reach out to them, like, cause the energy to change. So it's like it's a relationship dead. Dead. It's dead. Dead. It. It ain't personal. It's just dead. Leave it alone. I learned a lot. You. Hopefully, you learned a lot. It's and dead. we just move on. And people just go. Man, but yeah, let's wrap this stuff, up. Man, that's some real I, stuff. I still gotta get somebody some insomnia cookies. Hey man, I'm gonna let you go, but yeah, brother, it was been it's been a pleasure, man. Hey, shout out Glam Park. It's been a pleasure, bro. Y'all, y'all stay tuned, man, and uh, we're out. Shout out Lou Wallace. <laughs>